Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. You little scumbag! I got your name! I got your ass! You will not laugh! You will not cry! You will learn by the numbers! I will teach you! Now get up! Get on your feet! It's important, John. I want you to come with me to help me lead the team. What do you say, John? I put in my time. What's that mean? It means my war's over. He never draws first blood. He only fights back. The first time was for himself. The second time was for his country. This time... Rambo! Something went wrong. It's for his friend. Trumpin was a good man, and I'm really very sorry. You're just leaving him? What do you expect us to do? Send in a Delta team? Create an international incident? What about me? Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustave Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the shortwave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the shortwave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. You got me? Oh, I got you. God, do I have you. Loud and clear? Loud and clear for now. Just keep an eye on it. <clears throat> I'm go ahead and move my chair up so when I start leaning back and rocking. Yeah. How yeah, about that? Nice. Uh, a good return distance there. So, we're still good? Yeah, we're, we're great. Okay. You can't... You can't can't bottle this. I mean, it's just right. natural. It's All right. It's so instinct. it's it's good to see you. You too, sir. Two months. Has it been that long? Just about. Golly, yeah. I no. knew going because before Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the start of November. Right, and I knew when we had four canned up at the start of November. I was like, this is probably going to get dicey because it's going to be really tough to get the three of us. And it was, and so people the had, holidays. To, had to suffer through. Three solo episodes, and that's rough. Well, I apologize to all our fans for that. Man, I'm just glad you made it through the cold spell live. I was worried about you. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. Did you uh, dig a pit, put the coals in it, then I did. cover it back up and sleep on top of the coals? I did, I did. How did you fare through all this, uh, Jay Cranfield? I did pretty well. In Mex- I, I headed to Mexico. That's will right. solve all your problems. That's warmer there. It's, it's odd how it kind of works that way, huh? Yeah. It was a merry, merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. I sent a few transports to Mexico, but I didn't go myself. Okay. Are you uh, still being a coyote? Is that what that yeah. means? Yeah. How how were they transported? In what? In the back of a, a <laughs> semi. We're talking about packages wrapped and stuffed into spare tires? Or? I don't. I can't get into it exactly. But, uh, you yeah, know. I'm fascinated by smuggling in I general. I am, too. I am, too. Especially... Where'd you see the article where they caught, I think it was at DFW, like two days ago? No. The, in customs, and this flight actually came, shit, where was it going? I can't remember. I guess it came in, uh, yeah, came in from Mexico, headed to Cincinnati, but they stopped in Dallas and confiscated like a bunch of liquid meth, basically. Is what oh, it was. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read, like, read it. Huh. Interesting. Liquid meth. Huh. Seems like that would be 
like the most difficult to smuggle in as as much as security is looking well, at liquids. And actually they had I don't think it came straight from Mexico. I think it but customs wouldn't have been involved if it was coming from another US city, but they were disguising it as printer ink. Well, you know. Okay. Maybe that's why the printer people want you to send back the uh, cartridges so Maybe. they can fill it full of liquid meth. That, Maybe. That's a good theory. Reduce, Maybe. reuse, recycle, you know. The three R's. Well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast that somehow amazingly, thanks to the goodwill of Jay Cranfield, is three guys talking about stuff. Three strong. Because the third member is off on his extended vacay. Well, there might be some... Uh, do we want a full disclosure on why he's not here? No, we'll... His, we'll his uh, we'll let that. There, there's he's he's been he's on a leave of absence from the show due to I handle the HR duties for Can You Hear Me Pod and one of the three of us, not me because I'm the one that took the claim, filed some uh, sexual misconduct uh, allegations against Mister Ty, and so <laughs> he is. First uh, off, if if he did something to me. I would thank him for it. Oh, I wouldn't. Okay. I mean, that's a that's a handsome man. Okay. All I mean, right. I I don't generally lean that direction. So I can just get the investigation over with. Yeah, you and can just shred throw, that. Just okay. put a stamp of you file know, thirteen. It uh, thumbs up and consensual okay. relationship. Okay. Well, Ty, he can come back. You can come back now. No, in fact, uh, I ran into some listeners. Yeah. But let me finish our housekeeping first, then I'll get okay. to that. So I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Heavy Longmire. And I am Jay Cranfield. The one and the only the Jay Cranfield only. that we know of. That we yeah, as far as we know. Right. <laughs> that still gets to go play basketball at four AM. Yeah. Metaphorically. He yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, supposedly that out. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Real Gustav. You can find me at Longmire Heavy. And I'm at Jay Cranfield. And of course the show's Twitter feed is Can You Hear Me Pod. You can email us at can you hear me pod at gmail dot com and you can find all of our back episodes at canyouhearmepod.com. All right. So, uh, got to interact with old Trav. Oh, yes. Man, I hate it. I had to miss that. And uh, his lovely wife, Hill, who said that she was very disappointed that I, only I came because she really wanted to see you. No, I wanted to meet her as because well. Because you are her favorite. Well, I am America's favorite. That's what you tell us. And apparently, right. at least one Jayhawker, you are her favorite. Right. So, well, He'll, I, he'll, I apologize, but family obligations took me away on that date, and I was not able to make our date. And, you know, we talked about, when I saw them, about how the first time she ever met me and Ty, which was at a IJB football rabble, when Ty and I got there, she asked Travis if Ty and I were a couple. Huh? Easy, you know, easy mistake. And I don't think that was helped any throughout the evening, because as the football game was going... I really didn't give a rat's ass. You know, I mean, I was watching it, but it, right. it, however it went, didn't matter. So I'm just kind of, you know, laying around like a little kid in church, you know, right. flailing around. Coloring. And, Having your head in Ty's lap as exactly. you stroked your hair. And like if, if, <laughs> I went, go over. if I went and got something, I'd be like, do you need something? You know, asking right. him so. And it's vice versa because he's a considerate lover if he's nothing else. And um, so we joked about that. And I did say, you know, hey, if I was going to go. Dang. There'd be a lot worse to go. I would definitely pick him over you if the, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I would, too. Although, Heavy's a good snuggler. I'll tell you that. I have woken up on cold nights camping, and there might be Heavy a little close to you. 
Yeah. You know. Hand between two pillows. Well, we're in sleeping bags. <laughs> Those you aren't know. pillows. <laughs> Always in sleeping bags. And no matter what he ever said, you know, we could zip these together and be warmer. <laughs> no, nah, I would never go for that. <laughs> for that. It's, it's August. <laughs> Fool me once. Ah. Ty will be back eventually, so he says. You never know. Can't ever tell about the man of mystery. He is the most mysterious of us. People don't believe yeah. that, you know, but yeah. he is dead. We know the least about him. Yeah. You know, you and I, fairly open books. Right. But that man's a mystery. People ask me about him, and I'm like, oh, look, I don't know. There, was a, there were like 10 years we didn't see him. Yeah. Right. So figure that out. The, uh, yeah, it had to do with federal prosecution. I guess we're still waiting on some uh, statute of limitations right. to, before we can talk about it. Yeah, it's interesting that it was exactly 10 years. Right. I don't think there's a coincidence there. I mean, so do you know anybody that's gone away? Not Ty has not ever gone away. Let's, no, let's no, he set has that not. up. But do you, you don't know anybody that's ever gone away? Uh, we, we're talking prison? Penitentiary wise, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the guy that killed us, yeah. I have another former acquaintance at this point that's doing possibly 60 years in, Whoa, in oh, prison. Wow. Murder? No. Drugs. Kid stuff. Oh, well, you know, funny you should mention that. We also have a former, uh, Acquaintance yeah. that's also in. Uh, How long did he get? I don't remember. Twenty was it that long? I thought so. I, don't know. I, I, I don't couldn't. I could be wrong. But yeah, we also have a. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, and we grew up with him forever, yeah. and it's just kind of oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So sorry to bring everybody, but down <laughs> to switch it over. We got some questions from Twitter. Hey, I can't All imagine. Right. So we'll see how that goes. Not about prison. Right. Not about prison, but you never know with our listeners who are the best in all the land. All the land. All of the land. All right. Well, I'm still getting feedback, and I included it in our best of 2017, your solo effort <laughs> on uh, crappy filet uh, recipe. So, crappy, Dan. Crappy filets. Yeah, crappy. Crappy. I've said it right. Crappy, crappy, crappy fillets. Yeah. No, because it sounds crappy the way you make it. No, it's awesome. So Dan in Fort Worth. Dan in Fort Worth. Says, just how clean is mostly clean, which I think is what you said. The sink? The sink. When filling your sink with mustard, when preparing crappie fillets, thanks, I'll hang up and listen. You scrub it with soap and your scrubbing utensil that you use to scrub dishes with. Because that's and you, always... And you give it a good shine. 100% clean. Right. It, it's not like you're licking out of the sink because, I mean, you're going to uh, heat this meal up, you know. Isn't the inside of your sink like the only thing that's dirtier than the inside of your toilet? Not my sink. Oh, okay. Not after I clean it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. I don't think when he when you gave the visual of that process, I don't think anything has stopped me down more during one of your episodes than visualizing just, we're gonna wipe out the sink, then we're just gonna fill it with mustard right. and start plopping fish in there. <laughs> right. And, and and you weren't the only one that got derailed by that. And so Dan uh followed up by saying, I really need to know what mostly clean means. It's been bugging me for a bit. Well, I mean, to a germaphobe, it would not be clean. To a, I would say, to a person who makes their cooks with their sink. I would say to a person <laughs> who, uh, you know, would ki- kill and clean their own food and process their own food. It's clean enough. 
you know. Now, if I'm at a t- on a tailgate and I'm cleaning that fish, I understand exactly what you're saying because right. you do have a a lower bar right. set when you're outside and you're like fresh, fresh right. processing stuff. I do get that, right? But this is an implication. Like as soon as I step through my threshold, that bar rises up a fair bit. Well. Okay. I mean, it's just a mental thing right. because right. we're civilized. I'm not, you know, draining my toilet and filling my toilet full of mustard <laughs> or anything like that. But you're like a tier above that. The, uh, <laughs> and we can't, we can't put any some kind of paper down. Maybe some saran wrap across. Well, the why don't you just use a bowl? Because I want all the fillets in there together. I mean, it, it, it would work if you. I mean, I own some big bowls. Well, I don't. I cook a lot of fish. You know. Which is my problem. I could always cook too much fish, you know. But uh, but they're good for fish sandwiches the next day. I like a fish sandwich. Yeah, on some it's toast. Yeah, I like it on toast. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't. I mean, it's all right. Speaking of toast, when the weather hit a fair a bit back, the Friday before it hit, so it wasn't even that cold yet. Mm-hmm. I go to my local Walmart and I think I need to get some bread while I'm while you while I'm out. They had wiped out all of the Mrs. Baird's mm. except for the Texas toast, Ooh. which caused me to just laugh at them because I got the best bread right. anyway. And, you know, I don't always get the Texas toast because nobody else will eat it but me, I think. But I'm like, I hadn't eaten Texas toast in years. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. It's, the, it's the superior. Make your sandwiches out of it or just Yeah, toast? no. Okay. It's, yeah. And, you know, I, in fact, I found myself a little while, if I was busy, I would just go toast some and put some uh, French dressing on it and just eat toast Gosh, and French dressing. Uh, we have another contender for mustard sink. <laughs> hey, <level>. cleanliness. <laughs> yeah, it's clean, I guess, you know. I mean, French dressing. Now, that's something I can't remember the last time I had. I, eat I used it to eat f- that all the time when I was a kid. A French dressing sandwich. I, I, I eat that, but just on. Uh, well, that, and, and not even like a full sandwich, just like one piece folded up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, I will eat if I, if I, you know, if anything, I don't really care about food. Right. So I will eat the same exact three meals a day without any problem. Yeah. A lot of times my nighttime meal is just a salad, just lettuce, bacon, a little bit of cheese and French dressing. Okay. And I can eat that forever and ever and ever. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I'm I'm sort of along those lines. Is food just being utilitarian? Yeah, I mean, I'll every once in a while I want a water burger or something. Well, but yeah, obviously uh, I mean, we gotta live. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but if they could give me celebrate a, the finer things. Yeah, if they know. could give me a pill that was my food every day, I would sign up in a heartbeat. I, I would probably join you. No. And if that liquid meth works that way, okay. Yeah, that I enjoy eating, as you can see. Yeah, but yeah. although to your credit, when we met some people, some Folks that you hadn't seen at the uh, two million uh, blowout podcast mm-hmm. network thing, people were like, "He's not that heavy." <laughs> I was uh, expecting you to be heavier, but you're not. Right. Well, you they know. also commented on how well dressed you were. Oh, I'm nothing if not a fine dresser. And Bolo, then, Bolo oh, he. Then they came along and they also said some other things. So, right. You know, right. I'm sure sidling up to people and saying. Insane things. I think I got a report about something. I can't remember who, but yeah, probably. There's a couple of those. Probably. But overall, your general appearance was well. well good. I'm glad. Glad to hear that I did okay out in public. Was that a uh, was that a fun event? Was it as eventful as the one million? No, not in the least bit. 
I mean, it was fun. Not as many people. But not as many people. And, nor and JJ as wasn't there. Well, I, yeah, so was, that took it down like three notches. Yeah. There was no JJ. Was so no awkward dancing in front of the stage. Nope. No. They didn't have any bands. So yeah, I think that's a good And move, that was okay. They had their round tables, and those were generally yeah. entertaining. Brad was very awkward in his dating game thing. I guess I got to hear some of that when they yeah, put it out on there the replays. You didn't get to see it, but basically, you, knowing yeah. Brad, you, you, you can put the pieces together. Bless his heart. It was also it was really cold that weekend. It was very it? cold. Yeah, it was yeah. cold. I bet that kept some people. I away think too. it did. It was on a Friday night, so I was hoping it would be a pretty good turnout, yeah, but had, it it didn't swing that way because the last one had been on the uh like a thursday yeah and which dad stuff that yeah got in the way yeah. so balance the two well ty was at a mega church christmas pageant that night <laughs> so he was texting us the entire time right <laughs> okay which basically we just we got a back. text as he walked in the place there's a starbucks starbucks in here so that should tell you a whoa yeah mega church mega church yeah well, is Pretty fairly local. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, there's a Starbucks in here, so this is probably isn't going to go good. Yeah. That's. Yeah. And it went a long time. Yeah. This was no, hey, the kids are dressed up as uh, sheep and shepherds. Uh, this was a a production. Oh no. So he didn't make it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was, he was pretty beat down by the time he left. And yeah. Yeah. Just kind of wanted to go home and be by himself. We Reflect were, on the meaning of the season. Right. We were hosting an event at our house that night that was oh. very kid-driven. And Sorry. It was an idea I had agreed to weeks in advance, but there was no date tied to it. Mm. So I think two to three days before the blowout event, I was advised that that Friday we were hosting Locked. said kid event at our house. Right. So by the time I was free and things were cleaned up, kids were picked up after and all that, it was at least 11 I yeah. think I still could have made it down there for a while. Nah, you didn't. Yeah, as an old man, nah. I was already counting the number of hours of sleep I would get. I'm like, not oh, worth I'll it. I'll make it to the three million. Right. Yeah. I, it was. We had a good time. It just didn't have uh, the turnout that the, that first one did. And like you said, there was no JJ dancing like the uh, thing outside of a tire shop <laughs> in South Dallas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, giant inflatable. But we saw, you know, we saw uh, our favorite uh, Baltimorean. Yes. Steven. Yep. And, uh, you know, just the normal crew, KJ and Harper and Brad and Tammy and Tom. And, oh, we did get to meet Tell. That yes, was a high point. Yeah, Tell made him. That's right. Yeah, that so was that great was a good, to meet him. Good dude. Yep, very good dude. Did Harper have any ideas about, like, virtual reality go-kart racing or whatever that was he tried to pitch to us that one night? Uh, no, but Harper was uh, in rare form. That was the didn't first he, time I'd ever met Harper. Didn't he, like, lose or forget where he He lost his shoe. <laughs> I, I think that was after I left. I stayed pretty late, but I didn't stay to the very end. And, yeah, he was, he was full tilt Harper. How did he lose his shoe? Just Harper. Just, I think he had imbibed a fair amount. Okay. He brought like a whole thing of printer cartridges. Right. Okay. <laughs> down them all. Yeah. So he, uh, but he had a good time. He was funny. You know, he, he, uh, but yeah, he, I think there was some trouble even, you know, they were wondering about if they were going to be able to get him home, you know, oh, even goodness. with an Uber, you know, oh, how's this going to work? That's real bad. Right. So, That's worse than just falling down. Right. There. But anyway, it was good, and I, and I do look forward to the $3 because it's it's nice to piggyback on them and for us to meet 
our listeners yeah, instead of us actually having to do anything. You know, right. you can just you show up show somebody up else's and just yeah. you know have our little satellite of people. That's right. also the Venn the Venn diagram is you know theirs is much bigger, and we're kind of sitting there. Right. We're the Papadopoulos of the Russia investigation. I got you. Yeah, I got it too. I can't, sp- I can't spell Papadopoulos, but <laughs> when he first started talking about Papadopoulos, I thought he was going to be talking about Webster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, maybe the, the George, big, George George Papadopoulos. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I thought it was going. Yeah, I watched the first episode of Webster about a year ago again. It was on Hulu. Yeah, how bad was it? <laughs> it was awful, right? It's so shitty, and they've got like. The most eighties apartment ever. Yeah, and it's just like oh. Remember the episode where Ben Vereen shows up? Yeah, he's, he's Webster's junk- uncle, right? And he's, George thinks he's a junkie, but yeah. he's actually a diabetic. Yeah, oh. and so we learn about we learn you know, a lesson, learn about diabetes, we learn about diabetes, and, and not some, judging black men as, as, as junkies, as heroin hey. junkies. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think Different Strokes still holds up though. Ooh. It's been a few years since I've watched any episode. Oh, well, so I, there's a there's they were on so long. There's an arc there. That's true. So I think the last I, couple of seasons were bad. Oh yeah, yeah Sam. No, but didn't they yeah. also, didn't it switch networks? Yes, the last couple of years it did. Yeah, it, it was it was not good. What is, was it originally on NBC? NBC originally. Now I will say to its credit, those last years with Sam, we did get a Hoyt Axton appearance. Yeah, Hoyt Axton. Yes, but, because uh, Hoyt Axton was actually Sam's father. Yes, well, his real dad. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And who was the mom? Do you remember who the mom was? <laughs> I can picture it. And designing, I can't, she, the women, designing Women. What was her Dixie, name? Dixie uh, Carter. Yeah, Dixie Carter. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I remember Mr. Drummond she, scored yeah. some Dixie yeah. Carter yeah. poon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, who did you like better? What was the redheaded there were Two different maids. housekeepers. Yeah, right? what was yeah. So you got Charlotte Ray, Mrs. Garrett Mrs. as the Garrett. first. You actually had three housekeepers. You three. had uh, a small, the second one was a small, gray-headed, plump woman. That oh, I didn't care her. for. Then you had the big kind of Amazon Julia Childs looking one towards with, the end. With the curly hair? With the curly hair. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett, yeah, for Mrs. sure. Garrett. I'm, yeah. I'm oddly sexually attracted to Mrs. Garrett. It's not really the direction I was headed. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm getting odd. it out there because this, okay. this is a safe zone for me to express these okay. feelings. Well, wasn't Nell Carter in there for a little while? Nell Carter was on Give Me a Break. I know. I thought she showed up on Different Strokes, too. I don't believe so. Let me check that real quick. Maybe you're right. I don't know. She may not have. Now, that family on Give Me a Break, that was a messed up family as far as looks. Like, casting was all over the map. They, yeah. like, just... Like, no way. Because Randall moved over... Facts of Life. Facts yeah, of Life, facts that's of life. right. Yeah, that was that's a spinoff right. of, technically, of different strokes. That's right. Yeah. And Mrs. Garrett being the connection between the two? Yes. Yes. That's pretty weak. Now, the first, yeah. first ep- uh, series or season of Facts of Life had almost all different girls, and it was much. It was a broader cast, and there was a headmaster that you, a guy that you had a character, and I think the only ones that transitioned were Tootie and Blair. Blair, hot, and Dallas's own. I think. I think she lives around here. You know, I think I've heard that. She doesn't look like she did when she was younger. I don't she think, doesn't. I bet she, she does. Blair, was that that was the hot dark hair, rich one? No, no the hot, she was the, the blonde. blonde. Not Joe. The really good looking. Yeah, Joe was the the tomboy. Joe was, is that Christy McNichol? No, but she looks, she was very Christy McNichol-ish. Okay. No. Then uh, towards the end, they worked in the girl, the deaf girl. Well, that was, she wasn't deaf. She had cerebral palsy. That was Blair's cousin. 
She had cerebral palsy? Yeah, she had cerebral palsy. I just thought, I thought she was deaf. No, she had cerebral palsy, and then she's also in Deadwood. Holy she's shit, the, is that the same girl? Yeah, it's the same girl. And if you'd like to go down a, a fascinating YouTube wormhole, you can look her up and see her interviews where she talks about facts of life. Does she really have cerebral palsy? Yeah, fuck yeah. She's, she, she can't go around faking cerebral palsy. She's a skilled actor, Gus. Anyway. Actress, excuse me. The she, her I think it's the she American. She might have learned that in high school in one act play or something. American <laughs> Academy of Television does some interviews. They have them on uh, with a wide range of actors and actresses and people associated with TV on YouTube. They have them, and you can see hers where she talks about being cast on Facts of Life and then also being cast on Deadwood and how they did her part and stuff. It's really good. Huh. You know, she's deaf. Son of a bitch. Anyway, I she was deaf. I'm sorry, but I don't remember her walking weird and give me a break. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she she absolutely has cerebral palsy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm and not on, doubting and She you. was on Facts of Life, and she played Blair's cousin, and then they wrote her out after a while. Okay. Now, then, Facts of Life, they transition <laughs> as the girls are getting older, and they're going to be out of the school, right? Then they have, like, a shop that Mrs. Blair runs. I don't remember that. And the girls live there, which is weird. And then, finally, Charlotte Ray leaves. See, he... And then you Why have know this shit? then you have Cloris Leachman come in to run the shop and like I don't remember what the tie was and George Clooney was on for a season with them with I, a mullet like a yeah, big giant I remember mullet. that and he's all you know goofy right you know, he's not hunk he's right. just this big goofy right I do remember that but yeah Blair's hot cool. but there were some hot girls on that first season too in fact Molly Ringwald was on the first season of Facts of Life too really tie that back together. Wow. When, when do we get to the hot ones? <sighs> Molly's got a little something. Uh, just going to go find Blair somewhere in this neighborhood. No, Blair's so much better, but there's a, there's, she's not hot. She's just a cute. And she's cute because you and knew she's her. She's from our childhood. Yeah. You know, all those movies. I mean, yeah, no, I've seen the movies. We can right. rank tons and tons hotter. There's no doubt, but. Uh, Molly Ringwald always holds a special yeah, place. Yeah, she does. She had a pretty good uh, sitcom about 10, 15 years ago, too. It lasted just a couple of seasons, though. Where she ran a, she was a bartender or something. Yeah. I watched I, that a little was, bit. Was, I don't think was, I ever saw that. It was not bad. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. And now she's a singer, I think. What? I think so. I think everybody tries to become a singer. I think everybody wants to be a singer. She in Kevin Costner's band? <laughs> she's in. <laughs> She, or Kevin Costner, and Keanu Reeves and Johnny Depp are all in a band. Right. And don't forget Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Oh, does he have a band, too? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I didn't know that. I feel like she... I'll have to look this it's, up. It's like it's like uh, Torch Singer, you know, class standard oh, type yeah. stuff. It's not, you know... Okay. But she came through and was, like, performing it somewhere that was pretty big. It's not like she huh. was at Poor David's Pub or something like that. Oh, man, I miss the old Poor David's Pub. Yeah. With their bunch when... I was a youngster. Yeah, yeah, that was good. The Lizard Lounge. <laughs> the uh, what was the name? This came up during our holiday family stuff. What was the name of the club on Greenville? It was old. It's been there. Had been there a long time. Been through several different names. Uh, club Dada. It burned when it burnt. Was it Arcadia? That sounds familiar. Yeah, it had Not a sure. tree or something that didn't have a tree in it, or it had a in it. In the middle of it? I can't remember. Are you thinking of trees? I'm not thinking of trees. No. I'm thinking it was Arcadia and it burned. But now it's reopened. It's something else now. But it went, it was one of those that went through a couple of different name changes yeah. in about a 
15 year span, I think. 15, 20 year span. I don't know. I mean, the name obviously sounds yeah. familiar. I don't know if that's yeah. the one. The aspect that it had a tree in it, I'm pretty sure I never went to it. Yeah. I'd was, remember a tree, I think. Only there a couple of times. I think that was the place. Or it might have just been that it, <clears throat> this particular night, it seemed like it had a tree. I don't know. <laughs> when you, 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 you've been drinking out of a printer cartridge well, you know. made by some, uh, some Navajo. You know, never know. Speaking of the Navajo and where they live, I had this article I found uh, about uh, some happenings in Arizona that I found intriguing. So the top, the uh, headline is, and this is from the Payson Roundup, the Rim County's news and information source. It's, it's say the title of this play thing again? The, uh, the Payson Roundup. Payson Roundup. Payson. Okay. The Rim County's news and information source. All right. So apparently... Payson is somewhere around the Grand Canyon, okay. hence the right. rim, unless right. they're into rimming, which is a whole other thing. Right. So the headline is, Stolen Military Mines Unearthed on Pine Property. Ooh. And construction crews digging in, a, in pine this fall uncovered a large stash of stolen military explosives. This is an episode of Longmire. And the government says it needs the public's help figuring out who buried it on Wednesday, October yeah. 25th. Yeah, come forward. Yeah. 80 blocks of C4 explosive and nine Claymore mines were unearthed while a construction crew was clearing land for a horse corral on a residential property in Southeast Pine. While digging, a dozer grazed a cylinder in the ground, and the crew found six large PVC pipes buried in the ground containing the explosives. And according to the dates, the codes on the explosive, because everything's uh-huh, in the mark, uh-huh. it's dating back to the 60s. Well, well, and well. Back then, and it looked like they'd been buried for at least 20 years, the ATF said. And back then... That shit wasn't tracked or Well, anything, I mean, it, it, the, they had the Vietnam War going on, right. so they were cranking out C4 and Claymore's right and left. Right. So, anyway, yeah. I found that... Fat, but, yeah, they want people to come forward. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you lost your six yeah. uh, cylinders of... But yeah, that's a shitload Man. of explosives. I bet that dozer operator oh, uh, pinched holes in that seat when he realized what was going on. Man, found out what it was. Woo. The Arcadia Theater, Lower Greenville, burned in June of 2006. There okay. you go. There we go. Same thing about a tree. About a tree. <laughs> let me look. It's, let me add tree to my search. <laughs> right. Plus tree. <laughs> I will look for that. So we had Twitter questions. Yeah, we got some more. Well, I mean, there was a lot. Once Dan mentioned the uh, the sink, the that, sink, okay, that kind of got Sorry, things guys. going That's again. Right. Sorry, That's fine. Sorry, the microbes probably help with digestion. <laughs> All right, let's see here. We have uh, from Sensei Thunderfist MD. Hey, he wants to know, and this ties into our previous conversation just a little. Pam Dauber versus Aaron Gray versus Bailey from WKRP. <laughs> I, that would be the Jan Smithers. Now. Uh, she was the ex-wife of Mr. Barbara Strass and uh, James Brolin. Really? Yeah, I believe she's so. still an act or anything. I don't think so. I think she retired. Okay. All right, Pam Dauber. Pam Dauber, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, I hadn't seen her. And she's married to somebody famous. She's married to Mark Harmon, I think. Yeah, really? they've been married. I think for uh, of summer school years. of summer school That's fame. Right. I've seen summer school. Did you see the Always Sunny in Philadelphia with Chainsaw Dave in it? No, I did not. Okay, here's my question: when We're ranking these. Are we ranking by what they looked like then? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Or yeah, because you can't go off what they look like now. I mean, we could do both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be fair though. I'm gonna go. All right, give me the three again. 
Pam Dauber, Deb- um, Morky Mindy, mm-hmm. Aaron Gray, Buck Rogers slash Silver Spoons, Jan Smithers, WKRP. I'm going Bailey. Yeah, I'm going ba- Bailey too. Although I, I, she wasn't as hot in Silver Spoons, but Aaron, Aaron Gray Grace. and Buck Rogers. Man. That was some. That was some crazy stuff. Yeah, and I, I'm going to go Smithers. Yeah, I watched some WKRP the other day too. Did you? Yeah. What, what's it on? Hulu. I don't do Hulu. You ought to. It's better than Netflix. Ah, easy. I I, I don't like all as far the new as movies stuff. and stuff. Netflix hardly has any movies anymore. That's all they have is movies. No, they got a but they you go look at all the shit they had. They a random stuff. It's a bunch yeah. of random. It's stuff. It's hard to find stuff on Netflix. That's my only complaint yeah. about Netflix. Yes. Is it's yeah. hard to find shit. Now, organized well. Netflix Probably by design. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Netflix puts out some amazing content. Yeah, their own word, yes. But they also put out some amazing shit. Yes, they do. And they've started adding on just random shit from all over the world now that you start watching it and you're like, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. And then you, you know, but, and it's incredibly hard to, to find anything on it now. Yeah. And I, I do. The best way that I found uh, to find stuff on it is actually through the app. Yeah. Because you can search by, you can search by genre. It's easier to search that way. And you can actually, and then too, like depending on, like last night, for instance, I caught the tail end about the last 30 minutes of We Were Soldiers on some channel. I was like, God, I love this movie. It's like, I want to watch a war movie. So I got on Netflix. I'm like, oh shit, I can't find anything. So then I just Google, you know. War best, movie? <laughs> best, best war movies on Netflix now. And it gives you an update. There's lots of sites that do updated right. lists okay. month to month on certain genres. So I ended up watching uh, Full Metal Jacket. Hadn't seen that in a long time. Holds up. It's yes. One. It's a Man. damn good one. Yeah. I was like, wow. I forgot that's what Matthew Modine looked like back then. Yeah. Before Stranger Things. I forgot things. that's what D'Onofrio yeah. Yeah. looked like then. And honestly, I couldn't have told you that that was him. Really? Private Pile? Yeah. 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 I just remember... I think I've only seen that one or two times. Oh, with, boy, it's good. He's eating the jelly donuts and everybody's yeah. to do push-ups yeah, the whole time. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, who's the gunnery sergeant? Er- Arlie Army. 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 Army's, yeah. you know, some of the marches, private pile. Yeah. You know, can't mm-hmm. keep up and stuff. So he makes him march behind him with his pants down to his ankles, sucking his, his thumb. thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying his, his rifle. Oh, shit. All right. Speaking of war movies, Bradley... On Twitter, ass that's Shaggy All Star out there. Best World War II movie filmed prior to 1975. Oh shit, that's a tough. One. So I'm going to throw out a couple of easy ones. Uh, the Longest Day, I think, is great. I hadn't seen that in so long, and I started to watch that one last night. And I was like, because it's long. Isn't it's it? very long, and I was like, I, I can't get through this. Yeah, tonight. it's it's very long, and uh, a bridge too far. I've never seen that. That's a good one. Who's in that? Oh wow, Sean Connery. I think it's got a. It's another big ensemble okay. cast. Okay. And uh, Bridge Over River Kwai, I think, is still very good. I've never seen that. Oh, that's good. What about Tora Tora Tora? That's good. And I, mi- and I throw in Midway there too. Midway's okay. good. I like Midway. Uh, was that John Ford? Was Midway John Ford? No, I think I don't think so. I think I could so, be wrong. Is that John Ford? Yeah, because he filmed that. Well, he Ford filmed formed. Ford was really in the right. Yeah. I was thinking that's 
where some of the footage from Midway came it from. It may be. Now, I would throw in a wild card here, and I know y'all haven't seen it, and it might not be 75, I can't remember, but Peckinpah made a movie called Cross of Iron starring James Coburn. I like James Coburn. And James Coburn is a German sergeant on the Eastern Front in Russia in the winter, mm. and it is a damn fine movie. We need to be sure and put a list of these on everything that you just... On the on our show notes? On okay. the show notes, because yeah, I'm going to go back and watch these. But um, that's another yeah, good longest one. Longest Day, like I said, I think I saw that probably about 20 years ago. Yeah. It's, and I don't know that I've seen the whole damn thing. And I know it's one of those that yeah. you need to watch, you know? Okay. Modern, uh, I'm not even going to go to a specific war. Just modern, I'd say in the last 30 years. No, let's say since 1980. Rank your top three... Uh, War movies. Well, hold on, because we got to. Uh, I want to go back because I'm a big proponent now. Of if you've if you've watched Apocalypse Now and either you didn't like it or you liked it, it doesn't matter. I know it's even longer, but Apocalypse Now Redux. I've never watched it. I think it's better. How's it different? It's got extra scenes. I'm not okay. going to go through all the shit. I mean, they added extra stuff. They added extra, extra stuff. Scenes There's extra scenes cut. and okay. yeah. Was that, a, was that a Coppola movie? Yes, that's Francis okay. Ford Coppola. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen it. And Arlie Army, the first time I've ever seen him in it is he's a helicopter pilot for uh, Duvall's. Really, for Duvall's first cab. Outfit? Yeah, he's Ooh. one of the guys. I would say I watched the Deer Hunter one time, and God, there, there were a, time. Yeah, a handful that. of scenes that were really good, but as a whole, see, man, I differ from you. I, I, I enjoy. I mean, it's I don't, okay. Enjoy's not the right what? word. Uh, I don't know. It was about an hour and 45 minutes too long. Really? Then, okay. then I'm guessing you don't want to watch Heaven's Gate with us, which was what Michael Cimino's even longer treatment of the Johnson County Range War in the Old West. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I'd be out on that. Um, yeah, I think Deer Hunter, you're right. It has its moments. Its war parts are excellent. Yeah. And then dealing with all the, the home parts. Right. But wasn't it? Didn't it start out much like The Godfather with a wedding scene that was like an hour long? Yes, a very long Russian Orthodox wedding scene. Yeah, and in The Godfather, I felt like that served a little more of a purpose. The yeah. Deer Hunter, I was just looking at my watch the whole time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's long. R.I.P. Austin and your Russian Orthodox wedding. It'll happen someday. Um, I want to be sure and go to that. Yeah, we need to. We yeah. need an invite to that. <laughs> just for Sweet Mary's sake. Uh, last thirty years, or since nineteen eighty, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh wow. What I think some of the I've been really pleased with some of the uh Iran or Iraq Afghanistan influenced stuff. Yeah. To me Hurt Locker is it's good. God, I Yeah, no, that's lo- good. I love that I think movie. the generic answer is Saving Private Ryan. That that's that, a yeah, great that's one. like almost a default. Yeah. yeah. Although I think a lot of its weight comes in that first 10 minutes. Yes. You know, oh, there's no doubt about yeah, that. Because I think that was 96. About that, yeah. I don't, people had never really seen that stuff before. Yeah, right. That had, I don't think that had ever been done. Portrayed that raw. Yes. Yeah. People just screaming and, you know, yeah. screaming and, from their moms and yeah. they're blown in half. And, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's a great. That was, I think when I saw that, that was the most, probably at that time, that was, yeah, I would say that was the most intense war scene I'd ever seen. And probably the most intense movie scene other than the ear part in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Those those two stick to me as far as, like, 
cinema scenes that punch you in the gut. Right. I think another one that's fairly recent, I have to be careful when I say this and pronounce, but Black Hawk Down. Yeah. That's yeah, that's also... That. Uh, Is they were going down the, the Mogadishu Mile? Yes, right. That's a really good one. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I'd put Platoon up there. Yeah. I hadn't watched it in 10 or 15 years. I need to go back and watch that one. Was, yeah. Is that the one with Michael J. Fox? No, no, no. That's no. Casualties of War. That's Casualties, Casualties of War. Is Michael J. Fox. Who's in Platoon? Uh, that's Defoe and Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Oh, okay. and Berenger. That's a strong movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Oliver Stone. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I revisited that probably sometime within the last five or 10 years. Yeah. And it, I need to rewatch that one. I like Lone Survivor. I. I liked it as well. Man. I didn't watch all of that. I think I saw like half of it. And there's some of these, the war movies, to me, you've, the first time you see them, you've got to see them in the theater. Just because they're such, in right. your fa- like Lone Survivor, I drug my beautiful bride out mm-hmm. on our, back when the kids were little, when we didn't have babysitters very often, we'd go to the movie like once a year. Right. You know, day and, night. And that's what you chose I, for that's it? That's what I, I was like. I want to see this in the theater. You were really so, trying to get laid that night, right. weren't you? And, uh, and I think, matter of fact, on the way to the theater, I had her listen to this, what I thought's a really great drive-by truck or something. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like in tears by the time we got there. She's like, why in the hell would you, that's the most disturbing song I think I've ever heard in my life. I think it was uh, the one about the girl dying. No, it's uh, fireplace poker. I think. Mm, yeah, or, you, you or really know wig, how to. Or the wig he made her wear, or yeah. something like something that was just really dark and disturbing. Oh, the wig like, made, what your made your made your wear makes me. I don't know. That's kind of like date night. But anyway, the uh, yeah, I think it was fireplace poker. And, What's uh, the name of that one where the girl dies? Oh, where the mama dies? Not that it was the girl. Where he's raised, he's singing, he's talking to his daughter. It's not "Don't Take the Girl." No, it's not "Don't Take the Girl." <laughs> Shit. At least we have a way for the out- outro right. music anyway, for the outro now. But uh, yeah, Lone Survivor. That that one was damn good. And it's, and Hurt Locker. I've watched that multiple. Hell, we were soldiers. I love that movie. Does Rambo Three count? Where he, where he rams a tank into a Russian helicopter? Yeah. That's, he's fighting with the Mujahideen. Well, spies like us. When was that? When did that come out? It was 86, 86, and you better not say a damn bad thing about that. <laughs> I didn't. I'm just, you I know, know it, but. Talking uh, about war movie. No, yeah. Don't let that nuclear warhead go off, give and you a that, permanent orange afro. And that hot chick. That, that yeah, end. I'm going to say, okay, my top three, I'm going to go We Were Soldiers, Hurt Locker, and Black Hawk Down. I don't know. I, I, I'm having a. I'm, I know I saw more war movies in the '80s, but I'm having a hard time processing yeah. it. Like I hadn't, I think I only watched it once, but it really stuck to me. And I think it was because of the actors in it. Do you remember Bat Twenty One? Bat Twenty One. Gene Hackman and Danny Glover. Damn, I forgot about that one. Where uh, Danny Glover's the spotter plane trying to get Gene Hackman out of the the jungle of Vietnam. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. You're digging up some old ones, yeah. But uh, that one, st- I mean, I'm a, I, you know, I'm a genius. Well, what started it last but, night? I was wanting to watch Hamburger Hill because I hadn't yeah, seen that one. In, I hadn't seen that one in forever. I couldn't find it anywhere to not buy. Yeah, I just wanted to watch for free, you know. So Prime or Netflix wasn't offering that, so I settled on uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, Hamburger Hill. I well, I, f- I feel we're, <laughs> we're we're walking headlong into another Twitter question here. Actually, a couple. Okay. Oddly enough, and one Ernesto Bloom, old Ernesto, says I've got one and only one. Why has there not been a fully dedicated episode to Red Dawn yet? 
Not mm. talking like a Megan episode, just the pure awesomeness of it and Powers Booth. We've got to do that. And then... Uh, We've got to do that. Tying into that, you know, these people just kind of dogpile onto each other. Aaron Cortez says, you guys ever consider doing a movie of the week or month? And he says, take Tom Hardy's Bronson for a spin, which is a uh, British prison movie. Oh, I forgot about that movie. And... Um, I like Tom Hardy. So... Was was Red Dawn, was that based on a book or was that just a... That was just a, a John Milius original stream, screenplay. And I want to address movie talk for us. Because what we just did is our level of movie talk. Yeah, exactly. That you've seen it and you liked it? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. That was great. Did you it ever... Great. Yeah. I like that. Awesome. I like that scene where that happened. I mean, we could thing up. we could delve into it and stuff, but I don't think it's the energy that happens when we get together. Yeah, we couldn't stay on topic. We don't stay on topic, and I I think if you've listened to where Ty and I have been on Megan's movie podcast, we end up kind of doing that anyway. We just derail it and start talking about right whatever pops into our head. Remember that scene with that guy? That reminds me of this dude that we've. <laughs> <laughs> I, we used to know that, yeah. And then, so, you remember that time he ate a goldfish? And, right. Yeah. I, I just don't think we would be good at doing a movie a month or a week or whatever. We could just throw one out and say, hey. Yeah, and, and we've yeah, done that. We, we watched this movie. Yeah. It's a good one. Y'all should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. We've done that. Yeah. And we could take feedback from people if y'all like to send, you know, things. Um, Who all was it? Back to Red Dawn. Huge okay. cast. We had Swayze and C. Thomas Howell, correct? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. We had... Um, Who was the girl? There were two girls, because the one was the girl from Dirty Dancing with the nose, Jennifer, Jennifer Grey. Gray. Yeah. Oh. And the other one was uh, Emma, or, uh, Thompson. Uh, uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Okay. We also had, in Howard the Duck, I believe. Also in Howard the <laughs> Duck. Did we see her tit in Howard the Duck? No. There, no. Was, there was an awkward interaction between... She and the duck. Yeah, and we saw duck titties, which was weird. Yes, ducks aren't mammals. Blocked Howard the duck out of my brain. I think at the beginning Howard was reading like play duck or something like that on his duck spaceship. Right. That's a great movie. Winking his duck dong. Uh, If you look really closely in the first Guardians of the Galaxy in the collector's world, you see Howard the duck. Oh wow! Because he uh, he originally came from Marvel Comics, okay. so that's all tied together. Really? Yeah. Do your kid are your kids into this new wave of action hero movies? They watch Super, them superhero movies. Oh, uh, we just watched the Marvel ones. I don't think we've. I mean, we went and saw Suicide Squad, and that sucked ass. Um, what is is that an actor? That's a comic DC book? one. Yeah, the DC stuff is really. It's like poorly written. Yeah, they, it's they kind of try to be funny, and then they cast like Ben Affleck as Batman. Just yeah. all the wrong moves. Yeah, it's, it's really they just they hadn't figured it out. We've seen most of them. Yeah, I hadn't seen any of them. I, my kids aren't into that. The Guardians of the Galaxy are really good. What yeah. are What are they? I thought that was like they're Marvel. Okay. Yeah, they're really good because they're funny. But they're good action, too. See, so I was never into comic books, so I didn't realize there were this many freaking characters. Oh, there's, there's just, more than ever. There's so many they could never run out if they wanted to. Right. Like, when I was a... Because I was a comic book nerd. I mean, you know that. Marvel Comics used to actually make an encyclopedia of the Marvel Universe that they would put out each month. You would get, like, M through N, and it would have a, a biography, and it would tell all the powers, and they would just have... Wow. Just tons and tons. They had enough that they... It was the 70s Pokemon cards. Yeah. You got to collect them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, 
But the the Guardians of the Galaxy are really good. The Avengers is that Marvel? That's Marvel. Yeah. They're good, but they do start these, to kind of wear you different out. People intermix, yes. yeah. and that's where part of the problem comes. Yeah. So, so everything, all the superheroes under the Marvel umbrella, they have the opportunity to uh, interact, Eventually, interact with each other. But okay. they they spent. Five, six, seven years making movies with all of the characters individually, mm-hmm. and then just slowly started to the threads would start to cross so, with each other. Okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy, what superheroes are in that? None that you've ever heard. Yeah. Of. Okay, it's okay. more of the group than any. Okay, so they're a, they're a group. They're Kinda a like group the power of, twins. Yeah, they're they're exactly like uh, or like the Fog Wonder Twins. Or something. Yeah, yeah, the Wonder Twins. Yeah. So who? Okay, I mean, because I know nothing about. I, I know superheroes slightly more than you. Okay, so who... <laughs> That's it. Who is Superman? Who's he belong? That's DC, That's right? That's DC, yeah. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all your old superpower, uh-huh. uh, those are all DC. See, okay. they have the best characters, but their movies suck. Like, okay. I... What about uh, the Hulk? He's Marvel. Marvel. He's Marvel, okay. With the Avengers. Okay. And Thor and Spider Man, Captain I thought, America. I thought you said Spider Man was DC. No. Okay. No, that's Marvel. That's Marvel. Now, okay. Do you want the to make Green it, Lantern? That was DC. DC. Do you want me to make it even more confusing to you? Yeah. So before all of this got to where it is today, Marvel Comics sold the rights to some things to some studios and some things to other studios. Okay. Okay. So they sold about movie studios. Movie studios. Okay. They they sold the X Men franchise rights from Marvel Comics to Sony. Okay. And then they sold Spider Man. Fuck, I can't remember who it was. Oh no, they sold it to Sony too. And then they sold the Avengers and Captain America to what now is Disney. So you had these two universes that were technically the same. But those characters would never interact. But they can't. They couldn't studios. interact because the studios were gotcha. off by yeah, themselves. That, was, that wasn't. Or did I say Sony? I meant Fox. Okay, sorry. So they sold that. Wasn't Weinstein Pictures? No, I don't think it was Weinstein. No. <laughs> so just now they've kind of started saying, "Hey, we could all make a lot more money together." Mm-hmm. And so Fox let um, Disney have their Spider-Man guy. And so they got Spider-Man and the Avengers now okay. interaction, and they'll just make more money because now they're kind of... Gotcha. But they hadn't gotten fully integrated. But that's one of those things where as long as they want to keep making movies, they can. As long yeah. as they want to. Yeah. yeah. Problem is, just like with Spider-Man like over the years... Fast Furious. Yeah. Star Wars now. Star Wars, yeah. yeah. one every single year. They, uh, your, your actors age out. Yeah. So it's always the same actors playing those so far, characters. Yeah. So it's not like okay when when we were like in college and that first Batman movie came out with Michael Keaton. That was when we were in high school, sir. Okay, high we were school. Freshman in high school. Yeah, it was, so it was like twelve. Okay, so and DC owns Batman. Right. All right. So so there've been like five Batmans. Right. Since we were in junior. Is it a different high. studio doing it each time? Not every time, no. Okay. Uh but like Spider-Man, you know, you had Toby uh Maguire, Maguire was the Sam Raimi Spider-Man for three right. eps, uh movies. And then you had some other jerk off and then now you've got another one because he's young. Now the problem that I have with all these movies is if they go and do the origin story every damn time right. you reset with a new actor 
if you're old balls like me, it's like, fuck, I don't give a shit. I'm not watching that. I don't need right. to see this again, no matter who you, right. how you redress it. Well, wow. um, but yeah, the, the, the Marvel ones, as they've moved them together, now, like, we went and saw Star Wars the other day, and they had the trailer for the next Avengers movie, and they're pushing everything they've got together into this, and it just looked too damn busy. Like, yeah. how are you going to cram all this into two right. hours? But anyway. So when you were a kid, did you read Marvel or DC? Mostly Marvel. I read both, but mostly Marvel. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's I always yeah, thought the writing was better. Into- and then I read some independent stuff, too, of course. <laughs> of course, indie <laughs> comics. I read indie right. comics like The Flaming Carrot and Judge Dredd and... Oh, Judge Dredd. There's a bad Stallone movie. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. It's very bad. And then they remade it with... Some I didn't other see the remake, yeah. Uh, me either, but I'm sure it's terrible. Because that was a British comic that was a really old comic, but it just... I make Putting it in the movies was awful. And they put Rob Schneider in it, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's bad move. What else we got? Oh, uh, well, I think that's about it for tonight. Is that it? Yeah. All right. That's that's about it. We can pick up with whatever we didn't get there, and then uh, we've got a backlog of emails also. Oh, cool. Nice. All right. Excellent. I'm sure we do. So if you would like to chime in with, do you think the best war movie ever, whatever, we, I'd love to hear it because there's so many. Right. That like like I said, I couldn't process all the stuff I saw in the eighties because I can't remember. You think okay, what's the best Cold War movie? Well, I then you get spies and Gustav mentioned one particular movie. I'm going to change my top three to Rambo Part Two, Rambo Part Three, and then the Rambo <laughs> that he did like eight nine years ago, right? Oh. Which was surprisingly yeah, I was heard it I good? didn't see I that didn't one. Watch but I heard it. It good. It's like super graphic. So you're putting three over First Blood. Well. He wasn't. He was only at, at war, war with Brian Dennehy. And yeah, nah, that's true. That's true. Unless he was warring with his own country symbolically, which he kind of was. I mean, that yeah. was he was going full. Uh, that's easily the best of those movies. Yeah, right. But it's a different movie. Oh, you know, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I ever saw the third one. The one where he's in Russia. He's in uh, Afghanistan. It's Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, he's I did the see that one. I did see that one. Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting, just from a a standpoint, because back then. Most people didn't know anything about Afghanistan. Right. I did because I'd been paying attention to all the Soviet stuff, the invasion, when I was a kid. Right. But I was like, holy shit, this is stuff that I know about. And yeah. then now, well, we've been right. there forever. Right. Yeah. But it's crazy. But you, <laughs> yeah, it's, he smashes a tank with a, <laughs> into a helicopter, flying, yeah. a heli- flying helicopter, like, oh, yeah. well, when you're Rambo. You can do that kind Let's of stuff. It. Sometimes you got to do that kind I'd of like shit. I'd like to smash a tank into something and fire the cannon at the same time. There you go. That's what I've always wanted to do. There you go. So let us know what your war movies are or anything else we've talked about, who you want to pick in the Aaron Gray versus Pam Dauber versus Jan Smithers debate. Mm. And I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Oh, hi, Mrs. Garrett. Oh, hi. How are you feeling, Sue Ann? Mrs. Garrett, you know Dick? Intimately. Well, I'm really proud of this book report. Do you think you could give me your opinion on it? Oh, sure. The True Meaning of Dick by Sue Ann Weaver. Mr. Bradley was white. (laughs) With a big dick. (laughs) It probably gets better. (laughs) The important thing about dick is the symbolism. 
dick is a humongous marshmallow sundae with vanilla ice cream. Oh, Sue Ann. <laughs> what have you been smoking? <laughs> Gee, that was a great report. Yeah, I'm starved. Hey, I know. Let's go get a dick sundae. <laughs> And this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. And world-class championship wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas. <laughs>